Yeah! I'm not going to lie. Hearing Boog Shami's call all over again, mustache tingles. All over. When that ball was hit, I jumped off the couch. I'm running around my living room, but hearing it all over again, what are we talking? 20 hours later, give or take? It it's tingly all you're over a, again. You're a live Steve. social guy. You do it all the time. Instagram, TikTok, the Constantly. whole thing. Constantly. Constantly you do that. So when the time comes and you shave it, it should be a live thing. Like, it should be a live oh, Instagram. And uh, First of all, getting this thing off is, is going to take a few swipes. This is not just yeah. – I'm basically Yosemite Sam at this yeah. point. That this, is, uh, this isn't just a quick little Mach 3, run it over once, and I'm cleaned up. Are it's going to be like a d- d- hacking through a bush. Are we done with how great Madonna is, or do we get back to that later? Apparently, somebody sent me a link. That, the uh, entire break, you were trying to convince not, Emily and Funches that she is the worst actress ever. She's, she's right up there. No, you know who agrees with me? Deborah Winger. Madonna? Apparently, she quit the movie rather than work with Madonna. Hey, who's here? Madonna? Not nah, peace. Out. Go get uh, Lori Petty. I don't know which role she was. Pro- she was probably going to be Dottie. Gina Davis has to be Dottie. She's super. But Gina Davis is over six feet tall. I want to say. Yeah. She's really big. She actually can throw and swing a bat a little bit. She yeah. was perfect. No, she was a baller. Madonna. No. And, and Rosie O'Donnell okay. looks like she could play third base. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with most of this. Don't do the Madonna the, thing. Madonna. Very quickly before yeah. we get to the Lakers. Gavin Lux play center field today because that didn't go great. That was a little okay. Let me put it a different way. Mookie Betts makes that catch in his sleep. Yep. Cody Bellinger makes that catch in his sleep. AJ Pollock makes that catch in his sleep. Chris Taylor. Get Chris Taylor makes that yeah. catch in his sleep. And Gavin Lux, and I know they scored at a double, and I guess you fine, whatever. Which but was surprising. It, yeah. yeah. When, yeah, yeah. when the ball hits you in the glove, yeah. you should probably catch it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not picking on him because no. he, he's an infielder. And, and, and when the cameramen continue to show for Gavin Lux for every <laughs> single, every other pitch after, it's probably because he did something wrong. Yeah. It's, it, it's similar when they kept showing Phil Nevin on setting the Yankees yeah, now, like, Probably not good there. He did walk twice. He got on base yeah, twice. Yeah. But do you put Gavin Lux back in center field, cross your – because, look, he, here's another thing. I know he was hot at the yeah. end of the season. He was hot uh, against the Giants. He mm-hmm. did okay. He hasn't gotten a hit in this series yet. I think it's okay to change it up today or Pollock. tonight. I think Pollock – put Pollock in left. Put Chris Taylor at center. Mm-hmm. Mookie's obviously going to play right. Bellinger's going to be at first. That's okay. That's okay to come out with that. You've been winning games with him in the lineup. You've 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 had him in the lineup really since the end of the season, all mm-hmm. the way until right now. Other than when he tried to run through the wall like Bugs Bunny towards the end of the year, but and this is not a let's pile on guy. He's an infielder. He's never played out there really, and he's doing the best he can. But that he's played ten, eleven games yeah. in his professional career, and, and it's all come in the last thirty days. That was the moment, Al, where you're like, oh boy. And, and I've, I think I said it on the air. I know, the ball will find you. Bound to happen. If you are inexperienced, yep. wherever you might be, mm-hmm. there's going to be a moment where the play that is kind of, sort of tricky. This wasn't a can of corn where you just run over and catch. He had to on the run, yeah. near the wall, bright sun, all, all of these things. It's a play that has to be made, though. <laughs> the positive, and, and he didn't do it. It'll be a 5 o'clock uh, game today, so the sun, <laughs> sun, sun won't be an issue. Yeah. By, the, by the way, just as we say that, um, what would you do? I'd Keep him, him there. I'd play him. Yeah, and I like having Pollock come off the bench because he's a professional hitter. He got that hit to get on base to give Bellinger the chance to hit that home run. You have options, but Bellinger has to be in the lineup. Taylor has to be in the lineup. You're basically picking between Pollock and Lux, 
and I like Pollock coming. And look, by the way, the I think lead, they will keep him. Yeah, if I you think get they the lead, will keep him there. Get him off the field. Mm-hmm. Yesterday they were behind and got him off the field. Yeah, but uh, like not his fault. But that's a that's a pretty big ask. Lakers lose last night, and the headline is weird. The headline is LeBron plays great, AD plays great, Steph plays terribly. Warriors beat Lakers. Go go figure. By the way, so just to kind of put some context to that. Steph shot 5 of 21 from the field. He was 2 of 8 from the three-point mm-hmm. line. Steph Curry for the Golden State Warriors. So if Steph Curry, who kind of in a weird way ended up with a triple-double, 21 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds, if Steph Curry has a bad shooting night for the Warriors and you're playing the Los Angeles Lakers, you expect that, okay, the Warriors are going to lose a game. But then when you get 67 points from Anthony Davis and LeBron James, 22 rebounds from LeBron James and Anthony Davis combined, right? Um, seven assists. So it's AD had 33, LeBron had 34. Both of those guys shoot well over 500 or well over 50%. You think that this is a no question about it, uh, a W for the Lakers. I, I want to play something here, Trav. So after the game, um, Anthony Davis is talking about Russell Westbrook, who ended up with eight points, 413 from the field. Take a listen here to AD. Be aggressive. Um, you know, be Russell Westbrook. You know, be the reason why we traded for you. And um, once you do that, everyone else will figure out how to play around him. Um, so it's a, it's a learning experience. And like I say, his first, you know, it's game one for our first game. And we'll we'll continue to, to build, you know, around him and make him more comfortable where he can have those, those games that we're used to. All right, a couple, couple things I want to take from there. By the way, 877-710-ESPN, what did you think of the Lakers opener against the Warriors? What did you think specifically of some of these individual players? LeBron looked great. AD looked great. Russell Westbrook struggled yesterday, no question about it. Yeah. Uh, so 877-710-ESPN. The, the, it's weird. It's a weird position to be in because I know that I'm the one here on the station that has been the most skeptical about how these pieces are going to fit together. And, and my skepticism was based in fit. It's not that Russell Westbrook's not a great basketball player. He is. It's not that Russell Westbrook doesn't play as hard as he can. He does. It's not that Russell Westbrook doesn't want to win an NBA championship. He does. It's does this piece fit well with the other pieces that you have? And I don't know. And I'm not going to take a victory lap because last night looked like it didn't because it's one game and I could look like an idiot on Friday night when they play the Suns because it could look great. But I think this is the question moving forward. The question coming into this season was age. We'll see. That's going to be a factor later. We don't know an answer to that. Fit. We got at least one piece of data that says not great. And then the other part is, do they play defense? And it's, nope, not really. (laughs) The defense last, like you said, 38 points in the fourth quarter. These are the things that I have. And at least two of those things, two of the three things last night were yeah, we're gonna have to, we have some work to do. Now you got 81 games left to figure it out. But I said it yesterday. I said it a week ago. I said it two months ago, and I got we're not gonna know until New Year's. We're not gonna know until the All Star break, where you can say, you know what, this actually is coming together, or you know what, eh, I don't think so. And then you have to make a decision: Do you play Russ with the second unit? Do you have him be what we've talked about that when LeBron is down? LeBron doesn't want to be down very often. But the three of those guys together last night didn't look very good. So this is you know, one of the things that Anthony Davis said that I, I want to hit on. So AD said, we'll play around him, saying we'll play around Russell Westbrook. We want Russell Westbrook to be Russell Westbrook. We want that guy that can go average a triple-double and um, have zero fear of getting to the basket. You know, there, there's certain things that Russell Westbrook, some of his attributes are incredibly impressive. 
I don't feel like we've seen anything of Russell Westbrook so far in the sense that he looks very – he's kind of questioning his own decisions. Do I go to the basket? Do I not go to the basket? Do I um, do I try to be more of a facilitator? Do I try to be more of a scorer? And I think that's him. You know, I think there's a respect level that he obviously has. He's walking into a um, a roster that has plenty of champ. Dwight's won a championship. Mm-hmm. Rondo's got two under his belt. LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you know their resume. I think he's part of Russell Westbrook. His fit with the Lakers is going to be – I don't want to come in and act the same way I did in Washington and Houston and some of these other places. I want to fit into a team that I know has an incredible amount of players. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Charles Barkley said something interesting at halftime of the game last night on TNT. Um, and what he said was that when he went to Phoenix after leaving Philly, it took him a minute to figure out what, what exactly is my role here? Am sure. I supposed to fit in with what they have? Am I supposed to facilitate like your type? Or And then he realized that after a week or two, he's like, I'm just going to go do what I do. And that's when it all started to come together. Mm-hmm. The problem with this is, and I think it's really good advice, and I think there's probably Russ needs to adjust a little bit. That's basically and, what AD said too. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. The problem is what he does doesn't fit very well with what they need. That what he does, and this is the crux of my concern, Mm -hmm. what he does really well is have the ball in his hands a ton, Mm -hmm. attack the basket, and go 100 miles an hour. And he's he's good at those things. That's not what the late – when AD and LeBron are playing, that's not what you need. LeBron needs to have the ball. And then AD needs to have the ball. And then Russell Westbrook can kind of do what he does. And those those things coming together is the is the crux of my concern. It's not that he's not good. It's not that he doesn't care and try. It's does the best version of Russell Westbrook, what he's done previously, does it fit? I don't know. We're going to find out. Or can he change mm-hmm. at this point in his career? I don't know. I'm skeptical. Most guys don't change at this point in their career. We'll see. Last night didn't look great. I, I don't think he has a choice that he's going to have to adapt his game. And when I say adapt his game, you know what yesterday was? Every time he took a jump shot in my head, I was like, all right, the Warriors are walking down the other end and saying, okay, that's a good defensive possession. Steve Kerr is probably saying to himself, we won that possession because we, we had Russell Westbrook shooting a three. By the way, LeBron took 11 threes. I don't yeah, think that's, that's a good game plan either, right? And many, he had five many, of them. How many extra is that in your mind? Is that five too many? Is it four too many? I mean, the 11 seems like a lot for Le- Steph Curry can take 11. He took and six. Play. Yeah, that that's, feels yeah, about that's right. That's fine. You know? Even eight feels okay. By the way, AD, every time he takes a three, I'm like, that's a one possession. The, yeah. the, the defense just won that possession. But let me just kind of continue on this rush thing. So the Russell piece that you're talking about, when he needs to play his game. I agree with you that, okay, Russell Westbrook's not Ray Allen who's just going to sit out there and hit threes. But what Russ also can't be, the things that you said are his strengths, he cannot not do those. Like he cannot not be a guy that's saying, I just grabbed the rebound, I'm going 90 feet full speed. And by the way, LeBron James hasn't even passed half court because I'm I'm um, – I'm, I'm putting pressure on the defense. There's things Russ does that actually is very advantageous to the Lakers, but he can't be questioning the things that he does well in the process of trying to figure You're everything else out. You're singing my song now. You're singing my song. That yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, but who's going to change? Who's going to do who, – Who? because I don't want – you hear what AD said? I, I, I do, and I don't like it because I don't want 
my third best player to be the reason that my first and second best player are changing their games. I need my third best player to fit in with my best player and my second best player. And what AD is saying, and I understand it's it's talk much more so than it is, hey, we're going to change our games, but it's the it's the genesis of what I'm talking about. Sometimes pieces fit, yeah. and this one seems like a square peg in a round hole. I just don't see it. So I think what AD is trying to say is – at the end of the day, I'm Anthony Davis. I'm gonna. I could wake up every morning and get you 30 and 12, and I, I don't even know if um, I, I didn't have to do anything special. LeBron James is LBJ. LeBron can kind of do the same and thing. He looked like it last night. He did look like it. <laughs> By the way, he looked. He looked amazing incredibly fresh and everything else and he Spy. talked he Crisp. by the way this is something that he mentioned a couple days ago about his ankle just needed time obviously he got that time to heal and everything else i think what anthony davis was trying to say is we're gonna get ours don't worry about us yeah don't worry about lebron james and anthony davis we wake up in the morning and we already have a double double with 25 points i i, I think what he's trying to tell russell westbrook is be yourself. We're going to freaking figure it out. And and listen, there's no guarantee that it's going to work. But I'd much much rather have a Russell Westbrook that doesn't care, that's rolling up his sleeves every night, and is the Russell Westbrook we've seen over the last few years with other teams. And that's your third option, your third best player. Then a tentative. You know, I'm not sure where I fit in, but that's what happens when you're only one game in. All right. So the Twitter verse on our Dr Pepper Twitter feed. Uh, at Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers. They have ideas on Gavin Lux. They have ideas Ted? on Justin Turner as well. We're going to read some of those. But Julio Rios is pitching today. And Dave says it's all good. Julio says it's all good. There's somebody that's saying it's not all good. Mm. You'll hear from him next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Dodgers pulled it out of their ear yeah. yesterday yep. uh, with the Cody Bellinger home run. We had the Mookie Betts double. I called it. I texted you. Watch out for this inning. Evan Phillips. I feel Will Smith innings. will get on. I feel Pollock will hit a... Slow ground ball through center. When you were uh, at the Laker game and we were getting later yeah. in the game, I don't know if you could hear it, but Jeff Francoeur is on the TV call with TBS along okay. with uh, Darling and Brian was Anderson. Just listening to our broadcast, so no, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear it just because I was okay. at the game. Okay, so he said something really interesting going into the eighth inning. He said that the Dodgers, the, the swings they're taking are hero swings. Everyone's mm -hmm. trying to do too much. Will Smith pokes a single. And then AJ Pollock gets a ground ball up the middle for yep. a hit, and it was all of a sudden it changed. Where all of a, you could almost feel it, like, "Hey guys, we're not popping balls out of here all over these guys left and right. We need to manufacture some stuff. We need to get some traffic. We need to put some some pressure on the pitcher." And the second that happened, 
you got a ball that got hit out of the ballpark because you had a couple of guys on base. I would love to see that approach today, which brings us to what we were talking about a minute ago. Does Gavin Lux play? Gavin Lux had a gaffe in center field that ne- that ball needed to be caught. There's really no other way to say it. It needs to be caught. Here are some ideas. This is from John on, or excuse me, Josh on Twitter. Can we talk about sitting Justin Turner to get him right, putting Lux at third? Put a pin in that. What about Lux at third? That's from Doug. There's another one. Put Lux at first. Put Bellinger out in center field. Okay. If Lux is on the field anywhere other than probably second, third, or short, he's and even at short, he's not great. He's a fish out of water. So do you want a fish out of water in the outfield or at first base? That's that's the decision there. The Justin Turner one's kind of interesting, Al. Do you think they've already done it once in this series? Do you tell Justin Turner, you know what, you got the next stinger? Why don't you take a day? We could put Gavin Lux at third base. What do you think about that idea? Uh, it, it's kind of funny. You know, we had a caller. I want to say last week trying to make the case he was talking about both turners mm-hmm. he's like look both these guys are struggling and they he still are. and he talked about justin specifically of you know what shift your lineup to where he can have a night off that he's not a part of the starting lineup listen i i don't think i don't think anything that drastic will happen i really don't i think what we were talking about earlier trav about just really the question is going to be is lux going to start in center it's probably between lux yeah. and pollock I think that's the only thing that will happen. I mean, I, I I always feel like Justin Turner can churn on one at any moment, and I'm not saying you have to play that type of baseball. I don't think you have to play – you know, you were just talking about the small ball and how important it is. Dodgers are so good. They're so stacked, and they have obviously so many great players. You don't have to play for the long ball. You can play small baseball, and then eventually things will just kind of work itself out. Um, I think Justin Turner is going to stay at third. I think I would leave him out there too. Yeah. Much like Cody Bellinger hitting that ball, Justin Turner can do it at any just, moment. At any point he, in a wild card game when you're down one you, to nothing. You ready for the most random stat on this Cody Bellinger thing before sure. we talk about Julio? Yeah. Since 2015, okay, this comes from MLB.com. Since 2015, there have been 31,000 plus pitches thrown at 95 miles an hour or higher, elevated more than four feet off the ground, which is what that pitch was mm-hmm. with Bellinger yesterday. High fastball. He's almost above the letters. 31,000 pitches like that. They've been put in play for a batting average of 031. They have been put in play with a slugging percentage of 053. Unbelievable. 31,000 pitches fall into that category. You know how many have been hit for home runs out of 31,000? 29,766. Nine. Come on. Nine. And Cody Bellinger did it yesterday. Unbelievable. That's how unbelievable that swing was. And they might need another one like that today, too, because who knows what's going to happen with the pitching. Let's talk about Julio for a second. He was so confused rounding the bases. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Second, then third? And then then home, right? Let me just go. Or now that it's over the fence, can I just come in? Can I go back real quick? I just want to say something to Mookie, and then I'm going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it so was I talked awesome. to Mookie. It was absolutely awesome. <laughs> Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. So let's listen to Dave Roberts here. Okay. Right? This is Dave talking about whether or not Julio is going to be limited because he pitched out of the bullpen in game two. I don't think so. Um, I, I feel good where he's at, and um, I'm going to watch him uh, as long as he's being efficient and um, throwing the baseball well. We're going to let him run. Okay. 
So Dave's saying, look, no, we're good. Nothing to worry about here. We're going to good. I said a couple mm-hmm. of days ago that I think that this is the only pitcher in the Dodger rotation that you could really kind of use like this because he has a history as a relief pitcher, yeah. because he was a relief pitcher last year, that you can kind of slide him in and out in all these different roles. Granted, he had 20 wins as a starter this You're year. You're not okay. wrong. Yep. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very compelling argument for your point of view. <laughs> I think you're you're on to something Let's just here. <laughs> sweep that under the rug here for a second. It hasn't been done since 2015, but okay. His agent, Scott Boris, was asked, yep. hey, what do you think about the way that their Dodgers have been using him? And he says, if you're asking me, I'm not upset with anything that lowers the amount of innings that Julio pitches. The player will never say no. You're in a locker room. You're trying to win. You want to be a good teammate. The pressure of that is far too great. In other words, look, their Dodgers are kind of yanking Julio's chain. You're starting, but not really. You're going to come in in the third inning. Hey, uh, we're going to need you to pitch out of the bullpen in game two, and we may or may not start you in game four. We'll see how it goes. Okay, now you're going to start. That They didn't do this with Max Scherzer. They haven't done this with some of these other guys. And I think if I'm reading between the lines of what Scott Boris is saying is, look, Julio's going to do whatever you ask him to do. Yeah. He's a good teammate. He's 100%. a gamer. He wants to yep. do this. He's not going to say, hey, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And you're putting him in, in a really difficult position. The pressure of that is far too great. Y- yeah, I get it. Scott Boris is his agent. It's his job to advocate for his player. Sure. That's his job, and he's real good at it. Julio can say no. He, he and, and I get it's hard, but if he says, hey, Julio, we're thinking about doing this, it would not be a bad teammate move. It would not be a, a, a I don't want to win move. The What you just said, Slee, to he say, hey, no. uh, Dave, I did go 20-3 and three this year as a starting pitcher. You sure? I, 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 I'm most comfortable in this role. If you, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. If you're asking me my opinion, I'm most comfortable in this particular role. He if he, if he does that um... – is Dave just simply say, hey, I'm not bringing him in in the eighth in game two? Maybe. Who knows? Because it, it's it's interesting to to kind of frame it that way because we, we know, look, Max Scherzer, if Scherzer says, hey, I'm good, I can go, or Scherzer says, you know what, my arm is it's dead right now, here's the baseball, go do whatever else you know mm-hmm. you need to do. Scherzer has this... He's been in the league for so long. He's obviously he's kind of got that track. Kershaw, the same exact thing. I'm assuming, you know, maybe Walker Bueller and Julio in a similar position where they're young enough to where they want to say, however I can help, let me know. I, I don't yeah. want to say no to my manager. I don't want to he's supposed to put me in the best position, you know, and, and maybe he's onto something here. Maybe, you know, their game plan, there's a reason why he wants me with the ball. In the eighth inning, when we're up four to two, even though I just pitched a couple of days ago, and even though I'm going to pitch in a couple of days, I, I don't know if I don't know if Julio's saying that. I think he can if he wants to. Yeah, you know, I think it's as simple as that. I don't like out of first, respect first of all, to your think, manager, that could would, be one of those. Yeah, but but how about a respect to me? Oh no, I, I just, listen. I, I don't just disagree went with twenty that. and three. I, I don't and disagree you're with that. Me to do something different because you and I long? both agree with this and have kind yeah. of sit here scratching our head saying. Why are you using Julio this way? It's it's odd. And and I'm, we said it at the top of the show. I'm going to say it again. That the Dodgers were forced into a traditional kind of situation yesterday because Walker Bueller pitched poorly. Yeah. Because he kind of got on tilt after the miscue and after the miscall, four pitch. He, that was, that's as bad as I've seen Walker Bueller pitch in a big game ever. Full stop. He was... He did not do a good job yesterday. Mm-hmm. I would love him in game seven. Give him the ball. I'll feel great about it. It's a bad day. Let's move on. But because he got knocked out as early as he did, you couldn't get cute. You had to just start getting outs with the guys in your bullpen. And guess what Hopefully. happened? 
the bullpen stop the bleeding? The way they have all season, or at least over the last 60 days. They only gave up one more run, mm-hmm. and they ended up winning the game because finally somebody decided to get a hit. It it was kind of a linear, traditional game and not a watch how smart I am. A buddy of mine sent me a text this morning. It's great. He's like, is Dave Roberts in some sort of situation where he's playing a round of golf where he says he won't use his driver and putter just to make it interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it is. Like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? But that's how most people feel. Most people yes. feel like they're, you know, they're hand, they're tying their hands behind their back in some of these situations. Hey, Gabe Kapler, Dave here. Tell you what I'm going to hey, do. Dave, I'm going to start Corey Knable tonight just to give you guys a chance. I'm going to bring in Julio on zero minutes rest to pitch in the bullpen and turn around and start him two days later just to see if you got a chance. You like that snicker? What do you think? Uh, five bucks a nine. I mean, such a weird time to decide to reinvent the wheel. All right, it's time for the Stat Hero Fantasy Preview. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Uh, should I play this one? You ready for this one? Hit me. I got to go up against Altuve and uh, Kike. Ooh. I don't like going against <laughs> Kike. That you do know he's That's hitting 900, oh, right? It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a bad idea. This is what I always tell if you. If you can Mike, root against Altuve, I do this I'm in all the, for it. I do this in the pickums. Where I'm like, well, if we're gonna gamble, let's gamble, and then I go 0 for four in my uh, in my fan in my uh, pickums this past week. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't your best pickem. Do better on Stat Hero. All right, uh, what's your fantasy preview? What do you what do you got coming up with your well, picks? Because I'm, I'm not even kidding. I, I am gonna ride all this nationally horse. televised games. I am gonna ride this horse because it's worked for me mm-hmm. since I started playing Stat Hero at the beginning of the football season. I'm gonna take the Tuesday night, excuse me, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, little trifecta, and I'm finding a way to get Cooper Cup in my lineup. I've done it every week. I think I've uh, only lost twice. We're six weeks through the season. I'm feeling pretty good about it. All right. Uh, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN. Stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 300% back on your first play. I have got even more numbers, Al, on just how improbable Cody Bellinger's numbers were. That's coming up in just a little bit, plus Factor Cap coming up next, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 95 miles an hour. He was three for 45 on that pitch during the regular season. He's three for five in the postseason. He is a different player. A totally, entirely different player, Cody Bellinger, in October than he was 
for the entire regular season and for most of last season. It is extraordinary. But they, I think a lot of this has to do with just you know, you start getting a little bit of confidence, right? A little bit of confidence. It goes back to the wild card game. Chris Taylor hits that you know two run homer, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. move on. It was Bellinger who got on first. I can't remember if it was a walk or a hit. I think it was a walk. Yeah, I think you're right. And then he steals Stole second. second. Little things like that. I mean, you know, we, we talked a little bit about Trey Turner. I don't know if that infield hit can, I hope. can trigger something for him, but doesn't it seem a lot like that in baseball where you just you, you need, need that one little thing that can get, start giving you some confidence? And that could be from a team perspective, too. This could be no what question. catapults the Look, Dodgers. I would love for the Dodgers to come out in the first inning tonight and just lay a bunch of line drives out, get a bunch of hits, and get that thing started. Because once it starts, it typically keeps going. Yeah. Trey Turner has hit a couple of rockets around the field that haven't gone for hit. He hits one 38 feet, and it's a base, and it's hit. A base hit. Hopefully that's the thing that uh, gets him going. little fact or cap. Oh, that's cap. No, that's not a cap. That's cap. Well, that's cap. No, it is cap. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, Emily, what do you got? All right, so up first, uh, a Dallas man got the cops called on him because his Halloween decorations were a bit too gruesome. So you are a holiday decorations person. Alan, is this factor cap? Um, I So I, I sort of, sort of like being a part of the process what, about that whole mix. We, You and I talked about it. After Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that's kind of the day to do it, right? Um, set Christmas. up the Christmas tree. Set yeah. up that you know you kind of start doing all that stuff. Everything else, I, I don't really get into. Like, are you a, are you the Halloween guy that is running the whole neighborhood and telling everybody, no, no, we got to do better this year. We got you know, <laughs> Wilbur Street is doing a lot better than we are. Is it like, like competitive that like Street that? Is a thing in your in your world. I like. Um, my wife is the most festive and enthusiastic person when it comes to holiday decorations we've got arbor day stuff in my house so we've got you if there's a oh, holiday yeah, that's right. that's flag right. day yeah. we've got everything there is to do what's in the an arbor day household. decoration trees leaves <laughs> as many trees fall as you can stuff find. yeah just just nature just yeah. generally yeah, speaking nature day. whatever you want to do we have not only do we have decorations you can put on the wall or hang we have wreaths for every occasion she has an outfit my wife is a uh, is a nurse and they wear scrubs in the hospital. So she has themed scrubs for every single holiday that exists. So while it's not my lane, it's her lane, so I'm in the middle of it. So something about that, if she's the one initiating everything, like I I don't think if my girl, and she'll do small things where it's 4th of July and all of a sudden there's a couple 4th of July things in the house. You think George Washington was born in my backyard? No, I I believe it. I believe the whole thing. (laughs) Independence Day started in Arcadia. (laughs) But but even with that, Trav, it's like if somebody else is doing it, I don't mind it. Like I'm not the what is this? What are we doing? Take this down. If somebody else wants to go through that effort, I'm I'm good for it. But am I going to physically be the one Hard that's pass. the foundation of it? Probably not. You guys gotta see this front yard though. It's really gruesome. He's like shredding people's body parts in this like chipper like at the end of fargo if you guys have seen fargo what are we doing here yeah i I, let's (laughs) just go miles garrett and have tombstones for the quarterbacks that he sacked that's 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 the best way to do it yeah exactly so speaking on the spooky theme you believe in ghosts travis is this factor cap cap be careful i think be very very careful how you listening right now do do ghosts like the lakers and the dodgers (laughs) because i gotta be smart about this can i split the can i split the difference i'm not a big ghost guy but i i do believe in just kind of the universe figuring stuff out for reasons Mm -hmm. is that ghosts is that i don't think that like 
there's a thing that's rattling chains in your attic in the middle of the night. I yeah. don't believe in that, but I believe in good luck, bad luck, karma. Just all of those things kind of go around, comes yeah. around, goes around. Do the right thing, and the good thing comes back to you. Have positive thoughts that come back. All of those sorts of things, but I don't think there's like a ghost that lives in the house because they lived there in 1842 and had a piano dropped on them. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's what happens. So a couple of things you and I are going to do, and this is for the show. We're doing this for the show. One thing we're going to do- Eat the wing. We're going to do the <laughs> spicy, the like, you know, as, as spicy a wing you possible. Go we're going to do it at like a, 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 a 12.45, I think would be the right time to do it on a show. And then we have 10 minutes to just go through the pain and finish the show. Okay. Another thing that we're going to do- Let's uh, let's go to one of those like haunted hotels that everybody says is haunted. You know, in the NBA, there's a hotel in Oklahoma City that a lot of the players don't stay at because it's haunted. I remember Lou Williams when he was a there's Laker. There's one in Milwaukee for MLB too. When Lou Williams yeah. was a Laker, he would just they'd be like, "Well, no, this is the hotel we're staying." He's like, "Cool, well, I'll just go ahead and stay somewhere else and pay there." <laughs> would you ever do something like that? Stay in a haunted hotel? There was there's a place in Arizona called Jerome. Okay. Jerome is the city. It's, a it's city. supposed okay. to be a haunted yeah. like city. I went there, tried it all out. I'm like, I need more I, I need them to communicate more with me well, because I don't want to walk away in the middle of a ninety degree day. I want to get like pushed. I want to get like <laughs> I need over. Yeah, I need something <laughs> to give me an indication that I'm not wasting my time not here. A ghost guys. Aliens for sure, ghosts not so much. All right, so the next one, uh, the biggest difference between regular season and postseason excitement in sports is with the MLB. So basically, regular season, don't care. Postseason, mm. I'm jacked. Alan Fedricap. That's a tough one, actually. When you put it that way, I was going to say cap, and I was going to start talking about the football season mm-hmm. and how unbelievable NFL is. But the problem is it's unbelievable in the regular season. Right. So that, you know, the jump between um pre or the jump between the regular season and postseason is not that much. Only other one I can make an argument for is college basketball. Ah, that when you go one. from the regular season, which there's nothing more meaningless <laughs> than regular season. Watch your words. I love it. But, but there isn't, as in like you don't have to win Yay. many games. Utah and Colorado are playing tonight. Woo. Or you can lose <laughs> twenty games when you're a tournament and you're in the you're in right. the big dance. Right. I think March Madness might be very close on that list, but I, I do have something about baseball. Baseball, I can watch Houston and Boston and and not be bored of two teams that I've never watched or uh, followed all year. Yeah, I think it's fact because, look, I think I've made it pretty clear. I'm a baseball fan. I love baseball, and I will watch – Alan's 100- the baseball guy, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the right. baseball well, he guy. Is, just, he is. Yeah. I'll watch 162 Dodger games and enjoy it. But there are – of the 162, there's 150 of them that you could kind of you know watch with one eye and kind of understand what's going on. Um, baseball playoffs are unlike everything else. You're you're right. The the NCAA tournament, the NFL football playoffs, all these things are really exciting. The NBA playoffs are really exciting. But only in baseball, where is every pitch? We're talking about should Gavin Lux bat third? Mm. Should he bat seventh? Should he play third base? Should he play center field, first base? What do you do with Cody? What do you, what's Dave doing with this pitcher? There's nothing else like that. That mm. is a baseball exclusive thing where every decision, every pitch, every call, yeah, every the strategy swing, of it. it mm-hmm. And it changes pitch to pitch. Mm. Ball one. Ah, what are we going to do now? Strike one. Okay, now we. It, it is. There's nothing else that you that's ride a good breakdown. those waves. Yeah, it's a good of breakdown. Every pitch, every decision, and you are judged in the moment of yeah. those decisions. No, I'm it's glad you agree. Like NFL. <laughs> All right, last one, guys. Uh, the newest workplace debate amongst millennials is that you should be allowed to take paternity leave, meaning that you take off time when you get a new dog. 
Travis, is this factor cap? <sighs> Don't get angry. I, I, just I, relax. <laughs> just take a deep breath. Everything's fine. It's not. Times have changed, you know? I understand. And they've changed for the worse. <laughs> Um, you look so frustrated. You're no, that is cap. You should not get paternity leave. Did I get that it's right? P-A-W. Yeah, no, paternity. It's, it's a cute yeah. name. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's a very cute name. Go to work. How about this? Okay. Look, if you have a kid and you need a couple of days, cool. Take mm-hmm. take a couple of days. Get your, your partner squared away with the kid. Good. Cool. Take care of business. I get it. It's dog. Put it in the box and go to work and come the back and still be snuggles. in the box. I, I'm not saying that you abandon the dog. I'm saying go to work and come back and take care of the dog. It will be there. It will be fine. Take care of it. It is your pet. You don't need to miss work to care for your new pet. Can I tell you something about COVID? Uh, now, I'm, now I am angry. Yeah, I know, I know you are. When COVID, um, by the way, I don't know what kind of dogs you were playing there, Funches, but every time I heard one of the dogs, like, where is this dog? Wait, wait, the most annoying dog I've ever heard of my life. Um, I, I, now that COVID, this is what's happened with COVID. A lot more people are home. So a lot more dogs, a lot more families got dogs because they're home. So they can go out and do walks, things along those lines. The problem is not going to be people taking time off of work. It's going to be, what do they do when they got a dog and this is the way they were structured with work. Once work starts telling them you have to go back, it's kind of like this adjustment of, uh, my dog is going to have to figure yeah, out which that, he'll be fine. That's fine. Which the, he'll the be fine. The dog will be fine. Well, a lot of people got they're in apartments or they're in condos figure or figure it out. Go to work. You need to go do the things that make well, you're the making, world turn. Yeah, yeah. Go you, to work. You're making it sound like people who go to work are the most productive people. A lot of people get a lot of stuff done if when they're not at work. Says come to work. Come to work. It's not super complicated. Office is open. Come into work. Hey, got to find someone to watch the dog for a couple hours while I'm in work. It, it, I like dogs. I had a dog as a kid. Murphy, I miss you. Great dog. Loved the dog. Awesome. Go to work. I'm out for two weeks. I got to take Rookie out for a couple yeah, walks. He's going through some stuff. He needs a little TLC. He, rookie, he's got a lot of anxiety <laughs> right now because of the, the fireworks. The are ballistic coming. missiles. What was it talking about yesterday? Hypersonic. Jeez. Oh, and robot. Uh, robot. Crossfitting robots. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So Funches um, has a incredible story that he's going to share with us from uh, yesterday uh, at the media room, and I could kind of share a little bit with him, even though it wasn't as uh, exciting as uh, what Funches was going through. <laughs> Plus, we're going to take some phone calls. So it, I know we got a lot of people still on hold. You want to talk Dodgers baseball? Talk about the game coming up here at five oh seven tonight. We could do all that eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Travis and Sliwa show seven ten ESPN. I see what you're doing there, Funch. This is, I, I mean, Lucky Star is okay. I'm more of a borderline guy. I'm like going, throwing it way back to early Madonna. I, uh, I think eighth grade. When it's my song. Every morning out. I wake up to this. <laughs> That's not true at all. Name me th- two more Madonna songs. Because um, I can't. No, I'm Like a Virgin. Yeah, Like a Virgin. That's one of them. Um, what's what the, the one where you put your hands on your face? Vogue. Vogue. Oh, yeah, Vogue. Material World. Strike a pose. Oh, that, yeah, Material Girl, that one. For Holiday. Sure. Funny thing is, every, oh, yeah. every song you thought. play, every song you play, Madonna, I'll probably be able to sing it. <laughs> but if you said name her songs, <laughs> I, probably don't know. I probably don't know. So we're a little lucky that you're here today, Funch. This is uh, uh, that you're with us doing yeah. the show on a Wednesday morning. Had a life-changing experience in a press room yesterday at the Laker game. And? Um, well, apparently. Set uh, it up. You're in a hurry here. I'm a lot in a hurry. So first of, all, okay. first of all, first of all, um. See what was doing his pregame and stuff like that. And Missed it. 
<laughs> I went. I yeah. wanted to go to the Probably press room. The Dodger I wanted game. to go to the press room and get uh, the guy some water. You know, since I wanted sort of like the gopher last night. Okay. So I had to go get stuff for people, or whatever. Um, so when I went downstairs to the press room, I was very hungry, and there was food everywhere. So, so first game of the season. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come swinging in the first yeah. game. I think first game of the season and Christmas, you were going to get more than just the regular basic setup. The Uncrustables and stuff like that. Uh, did they still have the Uncrustables in the fridge? No, they did not yesterday. What? Yeah, not no, yesterday. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. no, no. Okay. Yeah, things changed. So they things have like a... Um, since the last time you were down there. <laughs> they had like a tri-tip, um, you know, tri-tip or whatever. They, they had, had a carving station. Yeah, so carving dude station, was, basically. dude was carving. Did he have the tall, thin hat? <laughs> no, I wish. I don't remember that I don't remember that I believe that's called a toque. All I did is, you know, you walk in and I just see just this huge piece of meat. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know what time the pregame show is. <laughs> yeah, everything just everything just changed. Yeah. So I, you know, I I get a little meat or whatever and I try to eat it as fast as I could so I can run back to the to the set and give the guys the water and stuff like that. And I see one of my old friends, Mike Trudell. Sure. Who used to work here and stuff like that and he used to have a show and everything. So I saw him and while I was you know, I saw him and I got ex- really excited. I was taking a bite and I was trying to chew and I started to choke on the meat. On the meat, yeah. It was. It went down to an area where you know you couldn't cough it up. You couldn't cough it up right away, or blah blah blah. You couldn't swallow it. Couldn't swallow it, and that was too huge, too big, or whatever. And um, Mike Trudeau was just looking at me like, "Oh my God, are you dying right now, dude?" <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, Ugh. "Did you start to turn red and everything?" I almost, almost. I mean, I st- started to lose oxygen. I say that. I'll say that. And. I don't know. I saw a big track. Yeah, would do this, something. Well, I, I don't even know what's... <laughs> he's on I, the air. He's like, he couldn't do oh, anything for me. Right. Well, I'm not even... I just heard the story this morning when he mentioned it. Get the guy in the tall carving station hat to okay, help you out. Okay, so you, you got the piece out. How'd you get the piece out? So I saw a big trash can right okay. behind me. I guess, you know, the custodians or whatever were emptying out the trash cans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I run over to the trash can and probably in front of like 10 people right, right around that area and just spit it out. Like, just... So, you know, did you spit- have to? I'm not trying to get too gross here, but did you almost have to make yourself like barf. No, 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 no. I just luckily I just coughed it up and it came out. Oh, okay. I will say this: I didn't have a similar experience <laughs> well, yesterday. Thank you. Man. I have Dang, a couple. I'm glad to be here. I have a couple of media room stories from yesterday too. Okay. Uh, you had to cut that meat a couple times. Like you had to go small pieces. Yeah. You know, it wasn't one of those. You Need know, a little more time over the fire, maybe. No, I no, think no. I think just, it, it had too much time oh, over the fire. Okay. It's a little chewy. Okay. So that was. I might have taken a bite or two that was way too big, and I'm like, I'm going to sit here and chew this for probably a half hour before I can <laughs> quite get out of here. You know, my first quarter hit's coming. Um, that was number one. The second thing, Trav, you ever run into this back in the days of the media room days, right? You got the ice cream there. Yeah. You know it's pretty good, Slee. You know when the ice cream, you know when they wrap up the ice cream? After halftime, you got a small window. Yeah. Did my halftime update, sitting there talking to Greg. Greg was up there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get some ice cream. I go out there. And you could just see from far away. I don't think there's any ice cream left. I get all the way up there, pull the bar down. No ice cream, bro. It's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. <laughs> also, to wrap it up, um, I, when I choked or whatever, I was still hungry and I went back for a hot dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good for you, Fudge. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Sleeve, I had some you. ice cream too with oh, that. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. So, I'm sure you guys know this move, but just in the case that you don't, okay. you know what's a good move with that ice cream is put it in not in not in the bowls that they have there, but put it in the soda cup, right? You guys are monsters. Put it put it about halfway up to the soda cup. 
We could shoot a little um, root beer in there. We got a little root beer float oh to God, go. Oh my God! Even think about that. <laughs> Come Jeez. on, man. Wait, you think that I? What are, no, I saw people it? filling it up the soda cups and yeah. just filling the soda cup all the way. No, well, that just gives you more. That's yeah. fine too. But if you go about halfway and then a little root beer in there, you got root beer float. Let's there's, go. Listen, there's certain things. <laughs> I'll use a medium room as an example. You got to kind of keep a line moving. <laughs> all right. I can see Trav doing. A little bit of swirl, stop, go over to the comments, throw some peanuts in there, throw whatever else that you throw in there, and then going back a little bit more, and then stopping whatever (laughs) topping you put on there. You got seven people probably waiting behind you. I'm pretty good at this. It's not my first time through the uh, Rupert. Trudell's trying to get back on Spectrum, and uh, Woj is waiting around too for that. He's going to have to wait. I'm going to. I need my root beer. You know, else is pretty good too. You can make kind of like a orange creamsicle kind of situation going on. Put a little of that vanilla ice cream in there, a little of that orange soda on top of there. I needed you. Last night, just, man. Just saying, I, I know my way around that room pretty well. And I walked I hope in. SoFi's like... listening because this would be great for Rams games. <laughs> they got the espresso machine though at SoFi, and just the last we thing need you an can espresso also do. Machine there. Uh, you also have Laker colored M and M's in that bowl, which are pretty fantastic too. Yeah, it's no, not no no way to go wrong with purple and gold M&M's. Just set up right there. It's a pretty good way to do it. All right, Mookie gets the big hit. Bellinger has the bigger hit. But there's a name that we really are not going to have lineups yet. To. No not lineups yet. yet. Not yet. We're going to look and we're going to talk about what you would do, Al, what I would do. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Got a game tonight, right? Game for NLCS. We've got to get that game going. You got to kick it off right. How about some pizza? How about some wings? How about some Jolene's, Al? It's the new spot for me for wings and pizza. House-made sauces, unbelievable flavors. No matter what you want, they've got you covered at Jolene's. They've got Roni Forever pull-apart pizza sticks. I could eat about 600 of those right now. They're loaded up with the cup and char pepperonis. That's exactly what you think they are. Four packs of craft beer. It's available for delivery. It's available for takeout. All of it through Jolene's.com. It's Jolene's Wings and Beer. It's perfect for your next game day celebration. Order today at Jolene'sWings.com. Do it tonight. Enjoy the game. Have your wings. Have your pizza. Jolene'sWings.com.